0: That's their dream, but we have our dreams. Let's make our dreams come true. Hey, hey, hey. Hey guys, sorry I've been gone for a couple weeks, but I'm back and I have a special guest with me. She loves to travel like me. She's all about fitness and a healthy healthy lifestyle. And she has her own podcast, which talks about lifestyle growth and self-love. And last but not least, she has her own financial service called Helping Hands. Welcome, Masiya, to That's Their Dream. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) I'm so glad to have you on. I'm so
1: happy I'm on here. Wow. We've been trying for weeks, right? Oh my goodness, we have been trying. 4 p.m. this day. This day. I'm like, oh my God, when is this going to (laughs) happen?
0: And then we both went to Puerto Rico. Yeah, it was so
1: crazy because I was just like, um... What you're going to Puerto Rico? I'm in Puerto Rico. That's crazy because we tried to schedule. I think it was like that Friday, and they're like, "No, I'm going to be in Puerto Rico." I was like, "Well, I'm on the flight there right now." I know. It's like we have that. I don't know. I don't know what the hell. I know. Where are you going
0: next? Because I might be going there too.
1: You never know. <laughs> you never. You never know. It just might happen.
0: We might just travel together. Who knows? You know what? Travel buddies. That's what's just going to happen. Yeah. Uh well, let's just get into it. Yes. So. Um, like I said, that you're into financial services, yes. you help out with like credit repair, mm-hmm. Um, you have your own business called Helping Hands. So yeah. what is that all about? So
1: Helping Hands Financial has been actually like, let me take it all the way back. Okay. <laughs> because my cousin is the founder of Helping Hands. Ooh. His name is Mahad. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he started it, he started it as a tax repair company. So mm-hmm. it was only taxes at the time. And this was like 11 years ago. So when I came on board, it was like about a couple of years back, um, we added credit repair services to it. Cause I was like, you have your own business, you know, let's add this sector to it. I know it's going to take a lot of work. It's, you know, there's a lot going on already. So let's just combine everything together, both businesses, and let's just add credit repair services to, um, to taxes because they're both essentially pretty much financial services. So I Mm -hmm. was like, It all comes together so we added um credit repair to it so it's been a journey i'll say that it's been (laughs) such a long journey but we are doing so well uh started based out of chicago and now we're here in minnesota as well so it's been going pretty well looking to expand soon yes yes um we have a mentorship program we have people from different states cities um that really want to start their own credit repair companies so we are going to be doing this thing where we're mentoring other individuals to start their own credit repair or tax repair companies. So it's about to be very interesting just to see helping hands all over the place. But we're headed there. Girl, that's really exciting. It like, is. It is wow. so exciting. And then, you know, when people ask, like, oh, you run a business? I'm like, mm-hmm. in two different states? <laughs>
0: And yeah i just
1: i just don't <laughs> i don't really talk about it much but that's me when you guys see me Yeah, when you see the when you see the ads that's me i love know? to but
0: see it that's exciting it is
1: really exciting you know credit repair is huge so it was something in me that was like i, I just need to get on it
0: yes so. especially since a lot of people do need that education on credit
1: yes they do you know with credit repair what i usually say is for one my journey with credit repair because i had identity theft. So. My thing was, um, the people I went to did not help me. So I was like, let me do it myself. So I started really looking into it, researching, doing all the work that I could do, started taking classes. And then I said, why not help people just like me who are pretty young, who at least give them more of a service mm-hmm. to credit repair? Because a lot of things with credit repair is people look at it and they're like, well, is it like, is it fraud? Like, are, is it a scam? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of companies, that's what it's known for. It's credit repairs known to be scams, you wow. know, but it's like with uh, helping hands financials, what we are like trying to do and what we're trying to change is we're trying to change the narrative into educating instead of just us disputing the items, we're doing more of the education part because I feel like I could remove everything off of your credit report, but like, what is the education that you have so you don't? ask questions or you're not confused after getting your credit repaired because a lot of it is it's all about the education part of credit repair I think that's what we need more than anything so that's what we're planning on doing by changing
0: the narrative behind just credit repair that's what it is love it (laughs) well tell us a little bit about like your first client and how that was to be honest,
1: I'm going to be completely honest with you. I was my own first client. Okay. So. <laughs> you have to when start somewhere. know, <laughs> seriously. Because once I, like when I had identity theft, mm-hmm. I was really thinking like, these people are not doing anything for me. I went to a couple of companies, paid so much freaking money. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, why am I just sitting here and not learning on my own? And I'm like, okay, they're going to be disputing stuff for me. Why can't I just do it myself? So I just took it upon myself to really start learning different things, started calling different places, started disputing my own stuff because you can do that, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I became my own first client and I repaired my credit. I'm still fighting some of them till this day, Um, but it was the best feeling just knowing that I really taught myself everything from like the bottom at the 300 marks Like I was literally in the low 300s all the way up to now being in the really high 700s. So like, yeah, so it's been, (laughs) for me, I think helping other people really gives me that like push to do better, but it all has to start from you because I feel like any business ideas is something that you should be passionate about, right? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to really help those that really were in need, Mm -hmm. like the way I was, because I'm like, Okay, there there's these companies that are taking advantage of someone who doesn't even understand anything. So it's like, what could I do different to help mm-hmm. those that are just like me, yeah. who are in the same position as me? What could I do different to really change this, you know, this industry around? So that was my main goal. Man, that's
0: that's really good. Like, did you guys hear that she went from a three hundred to a seven hundred? So if you need your credit, you know, bump it up, hit her up for real. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, so what is the process of repairing your credit? Like how do, did you do all of that?
1: So everybody is different. So everyone's credit and their you know, their journey in credit repair is different than any like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like there might be one person that never had credit before. So starting from the bottom, have zero credit and they might wanna just, you know, know different credit cards, what to do, how to do it. So like some people might just join the program that right and then there's people who've been in so much debt and like they're trying to pay off some of their debt or some of them have been so old that they're not trying to pay it off and and there's some people who just like caught fraud on their accounts and they they just don't know where to start because there's just been you know like so much happening with their with their credit reports and then there's people who have bankruptcies and foreclosures Mm. and repos with their cars and just like a, so everybody's different. Everyone, everyone has their own journeys with credit repairs. So yeah, pretty much. Wow. (laughs) It's a lot. It is a lot. There, there's people who have lean holds. There's people who have just, just a ton, a ton of different scenarios that I could give. Not one client is the same.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, so that the means there's percent. many different situations that you can get into that can ruin your credit. Yeah, so,
1: so many different there. You just have
0: to be careful in what we do and what how we, we do. do it. And
1: that's why monitoring your credit is so important. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of people that might not think like, why is credit important? And I could give you guys thousands of reasons why credit is important, you know, to move, to
0: mm-hmm. live in your own
1: apartment, to own a car, to lease a car, to do anything, to start a business, to, Just do anything, Mm -hmm. you have to start with credit. Credit is key, guys. Key to everything. To get a school loan, to do anything, you have to have Mm -hmm. good credit to even get a phone line. Did you know now they're pulling credits for like T-Mobile, Verizon, Sprint, like hard holes, Comcast, to even get a T there's people who pay extra for their electric and their gas because their credit is low because they're pulling credit scores for like electric companies and they have to pay no like i'm being and there's some jobs now that are pulling your credits like credit report Mm -hmm. and looking at your credit score and saying well we're not going to give you this job because of your credit score and it's happening it really is so it's crazy your job
0: like really a job employment
1: (laughs) i'm being so serious there is this article that I was reading. I don't remember exactly what it is, but I'm going to send it to you. Yeah, but there is this please. girl that got yeah. denied a job because of her credit score. Like it was just, it's crazy because it's happening. And I've, I've said this for so long. So this is like part of the background check. Background check. Yep. Now they're pulling credit scores.
0: I'm that's just. <laughs> I'm just. Shook. I didn't know they do all that. That's yeah, a little bit they, too much. They do because they already do a lot. Like when I got my job, they pulled a lot of stuff. You yeah, know? they do. That's, so that's now you're is. adding credit on top credit of that. On top of that, Thank goodness, I have good credit. But like yeah. those people that don't have good credit, and, like, are probably working on it. You know? Working like, on it. Yep. And 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 the thing is
1: with that, I feel like, and you know, I've always felt like this. It's we need credit education in schools. Yes. Like definitely, it's, it needs to happen. We need financial literacy period like yeah regardless of if you need to teach someone about taxes because a lot of people don't know about taxes and then they get in trouble with taxes Mm -hmm. and then it affects them in the long run and then everything is on hold because you know they got access to everything your bank accounts and all that the irs don't play and then there is you know what i mean (laughs) and then there is your credit and it's like you can't do anything and it's a lot of people like these banks right you Mm -hmm. have a checking and savings account and then they tell you oh yeah let's you know here's a credit card just apply and you could get accepted especially college students because they prey on college students and then a lot of the cases that I've seen with my clients is they opened up a college credit card they maxed it out because nobody tells them how to utilize their credit and credit utilization at all and then guess what they do they are in debt because they can't pay it back because they're college students and don't work and then their credit score drops to the low 400s because that's the only thing on their credit report. Yeah. And then they could never open up credit cards. They can't do anything. And then now they're stuck because that's the only thing that they have. That's a problem. Yeah. And it's like nobody ever tells them what to do to fix it.
0: Right. I know. So. Just, I don't understand why it's never been put into like the high school programs teaching about all these things, you know, cause this stuff is really important. Like people just run into these problems as an adult, you know, with credit and, yes. It affects them for getting a house, getting an apartment, just getting a car. Like right. you said, all these things. Like, but you need Everything. to learn this stuff early on so they don't run into these issues, issues. and then mm-hmm. have to call you. I mean, yes, I want you to have your job. I want you to have your business. But I'm saying. like, They shouldn't have to run into these problems right. where they need to um, go to someone to help them repair right. their credit. They should have this education early on and know what they should and shouldn't do.
1: It's, like, the same thing as, and, I, and I've and i said this before, and I'll keep saying this, how they have music classes, mm-hmm. how they have high how they have all those extracurricular mm-hmm. classes, they should have financial literacy from the jump, as in middle school. And not school.
0: optional, because I know they optional. have them as optional no, now, maybe, no, or something like that. No, this needs to be, that, like,
1: like, like,
0: required, required in the schools. Why do you have, have gym required? Like, okay, I get it, you need to be you physical need and to stuff. Be physical, but, but, like, okay, like, there's like, some stuff where it's, like, really required, like, that could be optional. Like, it can. So, There's some other life skills and other stuff that people need to learn and be educated on. But it's just, <laughs> it needs to be. I, and I've been doing so much where I
1: want to like get a group of people together so we could contact like, you know, the senators and like, you know, the Congress people, whatever. And our governor, because I don't care if it's not around the United States, mm-hmm. but at least for Minnesota, because it is crazy. Like when you look at the, you know, the African-American community mm-hmm. and the non-African American community, like just people of color in general and, you know, Caucasians in the state of Minnesota, just the difference on lack of home ownership, um, the by like, no, there's the, a huge, huge difference. Huge. When I say the gap is like heartbreaking. Yeah. It is so heartbreaking. And it's like, My parents are immigrants, right? And Mm -hmm. like, my parents never taught me anything about credit. They knew nothing. Like, they came to this country, right? You know, they made it their home, and they did everything to do to survive. Yeah, they tried their best. They tried their best to survive. Mm -hmm. They've done everything, but now it's like, my mom looks at it and she's like, "I wish I would have known, so I could teach you guys, so you guys are not backtracked." And Mm -hmm. I'm like, "No, you know, I wish they would have taught us in school. Yeah, or you know, taught people like that were immigrants or something." When they're getting their, like, citizenship and stuff. Yeah, taught them that. Like, it needs to be, like, and there needs to be something where without that, you can't really do anything. You are, like, at a st- standstill somewhat. Mm-hmm. Not even somewhat. All the way. You yeah. know, you're at a standstill. <laughs> you can't do a lot of the stuff. So,
0: I think it needs to be a requirement in my eyes. I agree. Totally agree. So I've always had this question. Um, I just wanted to know, like, what is the difference between a credit score and a credit report?
1: See, even though, like, it can technically be, like, linked because they are linked, they're totally different, right? So with a credit report, it has everything from reports from delinquent accounts to the credit lines that are open, from liens to bankruptcies, to having all of that, right? So... With the credit report, it's like a report of everything that you've ever done with your credit. Any hard pulls, you could even see the soft inquiry pulls. So like Mm -hmm. the hard inquiries, as in like if you're buying a car, if a financial company pulled your credit, you could see that. So like those are all in your credit report. That doesn't really show up on your score. The score is just a numeric number, right? Mm -hmm. So it's three numbers and the score is like, a wraparound of everything that's on your credit report and they kind of just give you a score so, so like on
0: credit karma that's just pulling your credit score
1: I don't yeah so it's pulling your credit score so credit karma I really don't trust
0: okay because <laughs>
1: with credit karma it doesn't give you all three credit bureaus because mm-hmm. the credit bureaus there's transunion Experian, Equifax but then they only give you I think it's transunion and Equifax that credit karma does so it doesn't give you everything Sometimes it might even tell you inaccurate information. You might have late payments that are on your credit report and it might not show on Credit Karma. Mm. So, a lot of people might see like different scores, like when they do their annual report running, because like it's not good to fully pull your report. There is this um, website, it's called Identity IQ that I do have my clients use because every month you're paying for it, but every single month, it, it gives you a, a new, refreshed credit report. But just like the way that Credit Karma and Credit Sesame and all those other Experian app might do, it's not it, those are not really accurate. So like the credit score, it kind of brings everything together. So it comes with, let's just say you have an account in collections. It brings your credit down. But then you're paying your um, credit cards on time and mm-hmm. your credit utilization is less than 30% then that one brings your credit up. And then it kind of, it's like, it's an off balance type thing off of your credit report. And then it gives you a score of this amount. So like, like that's why I said everybody's is different because you might have no credit and then you might have two things in collections and your credit is in the 400s because there's nothing positive on your credit report. Mm. So there's nothing positive being reported. The only thing being reported is negative. So a lot of the times people might not have terrible credit the only thing that they need is just to get it repaired and it might take a couple of months, you know, it might take four to five months, especially when you don't have credit at all. You're never going to have good credit if you're not building positive credit. So it's kind of confusing. I don't know if that made sense to yeah. you, but it's a little bit, it kind of joins together, but they're two separate things. So, okay. And then one other thing I want to add, your credit report also detects fraud. So, like, let's just say someone pulled your credit for a credit card or a cell phone, or somebody got Comcast, Xfinity under your name. You could tell you you know because that counts. You could see that somebody pulled your credit. That's why now I have the credit monitoring through Identity IQ because it notifies me anytime something weird is on or like uh, an inquiry was put on my credit report. Like they'll be like, um, was this you? Like, That's you good know? to know. So okay. it's, yeah. So like, and then it has um with Identity IQ because I love Identity IQ and no, they do not sponsor me yet, but they will pretty soon. <laughs> <In here. laughs> um, with Identity IQ, they do have um identity theft protection, so there is insurance on your identity. So like, every month I pay the twenty one dollars, but they are offering I think it's like twenty five thousand dollars on. Identity theft protection. So they protect you Mm -hmm. and they notify you and they email you and call you and text you. Like, it's amazing. So, yeah. So you get notified. So it's great. That's amazing. So you know everything that's on your credit report. So I will tell people to start monitoring because identity theft is real, especially during times like this. It is real. And so many people realize that they were a victim of identity theft when they're trying to do something like move into an apartment, move it and buy a house or do something because they Mm -hmm. think... My credit is good. I've been paying my credit cards. I don't need nothing to worry about. Nothing is mm-hmm. in collections. And then they see thousands of dollars of they that they owe to some company, and they're
0: like, "What the hell is this?" Right? So. Yeah, especially when they're excited to get that new home or something. Right. And it's like, right. you have to take a pause. You know, figure that out. Yeah. Right. So it's it's crazy, but it's all worth it. Yes. Um. So, like, what are the core factors of having a credit score?
1: So there are five core factors. Number one, I would, I always say this is the age. Okay. So like they all go in percentages. So Mm -hmm. like the age is 15% of your credit report. So let's just say you just opened up a credit card and it's been like six months. Mm -hmm. That 15% right there is not going to be great, right? Because it's 15% 15 of your credit score, credit report, like everything. So it pretty much means that like it's really young you don't you haven't had credit for that long then it's the credit utilization and this is the most important part because a lot of people are told credit utilization you could use the whole credit card and just pay it back like i've heard that so many times where they just keep swiping their card until it maxes out and then they pay it back
0: i know a lot of people who do that oh my god (laughs) and
1: that's the last thing that you should yeah i talked about in
0: my last episode yeah that's
1: the last thing that you should be doing because People say thirty percent. I say ten percent.
0: Uh-huh. I tell
1: my clients, do not go past ten percent. If you have a five hundred dollar limit, make sure you're you're under forty nine dollars. Just make sure because it's excellent, then it's average, then it's good. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to be that good. You want to be at excellent usage. Yeah. So stay in the one percent to nine percent. A lot of people have the idea that if they don't use their cards, it's going to get shut down. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. That's that's false. Use one percent. What is one percent of five hundred? you know, $5. If you use $5, that's excellent usage. You don't have to use those cards. The only reason why these cards are open is just to test to see if you're really good with your utilization. And that's 30% of your credit, like credit score. So Mm -hmm. like, it like, oh my God, when I tell people that like 30%, I'm like, imagine like looking, looking at a pie. If you take 30% (laughs) of that off, that's your credit utilization. So imagine you maxing it out it's a new account. So meaning you barely have anything with that 15%, uh-huh. 45% of it is now ruining your credit. Yeah, so it's like you have to play chunk, games with it. Yeah. And then it's payment history. So meaning like 35% of your score is payment history. So it's like your collection accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not paying your credit cards on time, if you're not paying your loans on time, your personal loans or your car payments, remember that they do not report unless it's 30 days late. So like Let's just say you have a late payment and it's not 30 days and you pay on, pay on day 28. They don't report it as late if you pay before the 30-day mark. So just make sure you're paying those accounts before 30 days. So instead of to pay on time, pay on time, though, <laughs> pay on time all the time because you don't want the late payments. Yeah. But if let's just say you're really having such a hard time yes. and like, you know, you have that 30-day mark for it to be reported to your credit report. Leave the Starbucks alone for a couple of days. You'll be fine. (laughs) You know what I mean.
0: Leave the energy energy drinks alone. Right.
1: And then there is the average. Um, not average. I'm sorry. The account types. Okay. So the account types are 10%. So like car loans, auto like the auto loans, personal loans, the mortgage, all of that different types of loans will be 10% of your score. So like mixing and matching your you know different lines of credit that you do have. So that's 10%. And then it's the inquiries, which inquiries is every single time they pull your credit. So let's just say you're applying for these credit cards, because I know some people who will go and apply for credit cards, even if they're denied 10 times. And I'm like, do you know how bad that is for your credit? That is so bad. Like Every time you pull your credit, it drops your score. Is like it every that deep time. to get
0: the credit card? I'm, say- well, I'm saying, if you
1: got denied four times, five times, do you, you think you're going to get accepted the sixth time, the seventh, the eighth, the ninth, the tenth? Woo! You think some miracle's about to happen. Woo! Or like- I'm just like, I don't know about you, but I would stop the second. Like, even the first. Well, actually, the first time. What do you mean I got rejected? I'm, I'm, trying to just get them, I'm trying to just get them a little eased up. You know what I mean? But I don't know. But that's literally 10% of your credit score. So it's like, if you're applying for all these credit cards... Your and not even credit cards. Even when you go to a car dealership and you're trying to buy a car, make sure you ask them, "Who are you sending my like credit to?" You know, so for them to pull it, because these car dealerships pull it like twenty times. Why the hell are you pulling? Sorry, my language. Why are you pulling my credit twenty times? I don't understand because I've really seen that happen firsthand. For For real. There's one of my clients that had 79 inquiries, 79 inquiries. And it was from a car dealership. I was pissed. I was like, I know you
0: disputed that one. I really, I said,
1: (laughs) um, this is all errors. She had no idea about it. Nothing like that's just ridiculous. Right? Like why? You you... got me scared. I'm like, like, why are you pulling my credit that much? So just make sure you're really getting in contact with these, um, financial companies who are pulling your credit because why are they sending it? To all these places that you're not even aware of, like once you say, "Could I pull your credit?" That means just you, one person. This is the account that's that you're sending 79 it 79 times, but 79 what? times, different different banks, different. Woo! I was, I mean, that was gone, <laughs> handled, whatever. But that was sometime last year, but it was just crazy.
0: That, no, yeah. that's wild. That's, yeah,
1: mm. yeah, but that's that's a, that's pretty much the five pack.
0: Good to know. (laughs) Really good to know because now I'm going to be looking out, you know, making sure that when I get another card, they're not like sending that over to everybody, you know, Mm because that's wild.
1: Yeah. Just like refinancing. When people say, is it good to refinance? And I'm like, yeah, it's a great thing. If your credit score went all the way up, always refinance. Mm -hmm. But don't let them pull your credit more than a couple times. Refinance to the best place. When you're applying, look at their acceptance rate. See mm-hmm. your credit score. See if you're going to get accepted for it and then move forward. Do your research before you let these banks pull your credit because it's going to harm you at the end of the day. You might have a 700 credit score, but then at the end of trying to refinance your car, you might drop down to 640 because they pulled your mm-hmm. credit so much. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to really know exactly what you're doing before you do it. So yeah. I would always say if you don't know, just ask. Mm-hmm. You know, it might it's not going to hurt you. It's actually gonna help you because a lot of people are so like prideful and they're like, Oh no, I could do it myself. But just ask because a lot of these financial companies do not
0: care. All they want is your money, to be honest. So that's wow. the truth. That's some good advice. Thank you so <laughs> much for that, you know? Yeah. Um, is there any other advice that you'd wanna let everybody know about? I would I would say, you know, really take good
1: care of just as much as you do self-care. I believe that being financially stable, that doesn't mean you being rich or having a lot of money Mm -hmm. because money does not matter. Yes. Um, cash is not really, it doesn't really do anything for you. If your credit comes and goes, it comes and goes, but your credit stays. So I would say like for you to self care, to really dig deep and really think about your future, to think about where you will be 10 years from now, where you want to be and financially where you want to stand. Do you want to have a family? Do you want to buy a car? Do you want to you know buy a home? Do you want to get into real estate? Do you want to open up a business? It doesn't really matter what you want to do, but then at the end of the day, self-care also means taking care of your financial financials, meaning like becoming financially financially literate, reading stuff on it, really looking into your own credit and ha- like, you know, doing your own journey for credit or like Not only credit repair, but, like, really repairing your own credit if you need to, Mm -hmm. you know. So I would always, like, and I say this from the bottom of my heart, do what you need to do to put yourself, like, put yourself first. Because without you, you can't really do much. So self-care also means financially knowing what
0: the heck is going on. So. Yes. Financial literacy is important. Educating yourself, you know, is key. So. And credit is key. Credit is key to Don't everything. forget that. <laughs> yes, that's my last advice. Credit is key, okay?
1: <laughs> Get into it, okay? Yes! Yes, because without that, um, I just I could say that all day. Like, when people talk to me, I'm like, so, how's your credit? They are like, what? I don't need to know the score. What have you been doing? They're like, why? Everybody in my life is like, why do you always ask? Because if I'm gonna do something, you are gonna do something. Let's go. Let's Period. do it together. Because I want to build the people around me. You yes. Know? Just like the way if you do get into the whole entire thing, ask your family members and really tell them like, hey, how have you been doing? And that's not an embarrassing thing. You know, just tell them like, hey, you know, this is what I learned or new financial stuff. So it's all, all good. To
0: go. wow. <laughs> well, thank you for being on yeah. That's Their Dream. I appreciate it. All the advice that you have, all your stories. Yeah. Much appreciated. Thank, thank you so much. That. Yes.